0: It says they have no policing force, no real authority. Right, of course, other they, don't, than of to course just, they don't have a police force. Yeah, they just have They're a, like a library. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like someone stole our books. <laughs> exactly. Someone please help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for dropping by. I'm Peyton. He's Mike. Hey, everybody. We're here to give you the news from the week, kind of. <laughs> it's sort of, I think. It's the news from two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're um, kind of covering, kind of tying up some, some loose ends on last week's topics. It ended up being what we wanted to talk about this week. Um, There's a couple of new things and so forth, and or new things that we discovered, and uh, I guess there wasn't anything really big or major in the news that we
0: had to cover There was one thing but we're not gonna touch that one What was that Black on black police crime oh shit um yeah
1: I don't know if that's just I, I guess that's not as big of a media story
0: probably because it's it's yeah. black on black <clears throat> um, I'm getting uh on on I get like 10 emails a day from new articles from the New York Times on on this shit though it's like all i'm getting from them right now
1: yeah i mean so they're so that mean it's still a new story i guess it's not yeah in the social media world that i sometimes live in it's not as big of a like right. oh my god everybody's talking about this and stuff because yeah. it obviously has it's like oh this is really fucked up yep policing that could happen unfortunately on any given day yep. but it's not racial clearly yeah. so they don't have that sort of outrage that, or yeah, emotion attached yeah, to there's it there's not that
0: angle there will be no yeah. rioting
1: nothing like that just, which i thought that there was gonna be I, I think there were some people that were like i read that the capitol police even were like gearing up for it and yes, like atlanta yeah, was yeah. like gearing up for it i don't i guess it didn't
0: happen or maybe i just haven't read about it because yeah, it wasn't i don't, I don't, I don't know. know but anyway there's there's no point covering it because everyone else is and it's it's fine it's just <laughs> yeah i mean it is what it is i haven't
1: actually even watched the video but i've heard from like cop friends oh even, yeah they that, released like, the really body f-
0: cam footage yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: My my cop uh, friend, he, he said, "No, this is really fucked up. Like this is horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I just accept that. I've, I've felt the need to like watch it. I guess. Yeah. I don't need to go through that fucking awful scenario right. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And, well, you said that there wasn't other things. I mean, there was like the whole Ticketmaster Taylor Swift hearings at Congress yeah, or some shit like that that I just like. Snooze fast. I didn't want to have to read six hours to understand how Ticketmaster and Live Nation have a and monopoly ha- houses over a Monopoly the- and all that. It's like, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. They'll figure it out. I'm out of that one. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> Last week, after Mike Pence formally notified the National Archives of classified documents in his possession, the National Archives wrote the representatives of former presidents and vice presidents asking them to search for any inadvertently misplaced classified documents. So it seems like now, when we're kind of joking around, like everyone's just sitting there thumbing through their old shit, the National Archives is like, God damn it, guys. Okay, come on. Pass them back. Yeah. Um. I, I guess it seems
1: like I've been reading some coverage this week and I guess there's like overclassification is one of the problems. Yeah. Like in our government, there's, I guess a lot of the people that are in in charge of maybe classifying things, they're unsure if it should be classified or not. And so to cover their ass they're like, well, if I'm not sure I'm going to classify it and then it's classified right. and it makes sense on their individual level. Um, but then we have just like, you know, if everything's classified, nothing then is classified, classified. Kind of, you know what I mean? It's yep. like
0: so. Now, who knows? Like, yeah, maybe so, all this shit is not even that big of said, a deal. It said fifty million documents each year get classified. Yeah, like, that's absurd. a lot of fucking documents. You can't it. be that many. So secrets. when you see Biden's only got like what, like sixteen? You are like, whatever. That's just, I mean, that rounds to zero. So that's <laughs> fine. He's free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so so Pence, um, he said that he had his own. He went and. and got some third party to come in and search all of his shit. He said out of an abundance of caution, no one asked him to do it. He was just like, all right, Trump Trump did his thing. Biden's been busted. I don't want it to come out that I have shit and didn't say anything. So he hired some, some lawyers or some shit to search all of his stuff, and they found a handful. Yeah. I, me- go ahead. I, th- I think he's one of the people that
1: is expected to run for president. Okay. So he probably wants to go ahead and get it out of the way maybe. Yeah, I don't know in what scenario it would come up down the road, but well, like if, mean, it, if it somehow came out or whatever, like in the middle of a presidential race, like that could mm-hmm. be a killer. You know what I mean? Yep. So like, all right, these other guys already have this problem. I'll sneak in.
0: Maybe it won't be even... It'll be kind of like briefly talked about right yeah. now. So let's do it right now. Oh, yeah. Like he's the third one. And now the National Archives is asking everyone to look. So everyone else, if they do look, are going to come up with a, some shit, I'm sure. So then it's going to be like, well, fuck every single person has classified documents. What do we do? Penalize everyone. It's going to be like, just, all right guys, stop doing this. And then they'll reform their shit and no one will get in trouble. Except maybe Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of penalizing them. um, I,
1: I said last week, I think that like it was only against the law. If it was like threatening our national security or, or something like that. I had read something that said like, you know, it doesn't, matter necessarily if they're classified it it matters in terms of criminal statutes it matters if they are um you know i guess endangering national security or something but i did come across an article and i wanted to i wanted to kind of like correct that i guess there's several statutes in the in the section 18 of the of the federal code or whatever i pulled it um, up here if you want to see it i have it on my phone okay. here um but uh, just a couple of these provisions in, in federal criminal law that that would make it a problem for some of these guys. If you know, if it was political, politically like feasible for them to be prosecuted, they could. Um, uh, one of the sections of the code says uh, it's a felony to, among other things, dispose of any record that belongs to the United States. It's a felony to injure property of the United States. It's a felony to willif- willfully and unlawfully remove mutilate or destroy or attempt to remove, mutilate or destroy any record deposited in
0: any public office or with any public officer of the United States. Um, Which that was one that Trump was like very notorious for, right? Like just ripping up documents. Uh, Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. That, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. There's a lot of reports
1: about that going on by him and his officials. Uh, the same provision makes it a felony for anyone to have custody. Uh, blah, blah, I don't know, I'm bored with this. Um, <coughs> a felony for individuals to obstruct congressional investigation. So anyway, there's there's a lot of technical elements of the, the federal code that makes it a felony to do what these guys have done technically. Um, but I guess if you're not like, if you're this high in the in the government as they are, if you're the president or the vice president, I guess it's just like not as big of a deal. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. were in the Marine Corps, or if you were in the Pentagon and, and you took these home and it was yeah. found out, like it'd probably be a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, you know, if you're an elected official yeah. uh, and it's 10 years ago and it's five documents and yeah, I guess and they're like, parked next to your
0: 1967 Corvette Stingray. Yeah. I, I guess it's <coughs> it technically was technically
1: unlawful. But, yeah, pro- prosecutors, as we know, like, you know, they don't have to prosecute. Yeah. They have discretion. Um, so I don't see anything coming of of any of this, including now, probably not Trump.
0: You don't think anything's going to happen with him?
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel like it would be um, really that, that expedient from a political perspective to do that now you know what yeah. i mean because they're gonna say oh everybody ha-, you know what i mean like they already oh, I had all yeah. kinds of excuses for him yeah uh politically so now there's even that much more just and the optics so, would look
0: terrible yeah even if he's totally guilty and it's different than everyone else's shit it's right just like why are you going after trump
1: yeah and i mean at first i was like you know I think that you know the attorney general or the special. I think his name is Jack Smith, the special prosecutor. You know, I think they'll still go after him. You know, because of how much different his scenario was and all the things that he did. But then, as this unfolded more and more, yeah, I was like, uh, this doesn't feel like it's going to happen anymore. Which um. I'm. Which again, going back to that topic, I yeah. f- I kind of felt like may have not been smart to begin with, you know, to make him that much more of a martyr and everything. Yeah. Cause he's Cause he's running,
0: you know yeah. what I mean? And so, yeah, he thrives in that, in oh, that yeah. arena. Yeah. Just when everyone's fighting against him, he just comes out on top somehow.
1: So. so I just wanted to share that there were in fact, several different elements in the, in the federal criminal code that make it unlawful to do what these guys have done. Um,
0: um there I was reading here that there there's also no real way for the National Archives to like demand these documents back on their own like they can just ask them nicely like please give us the documents but without the the DOJ and stuff like I don't even think that they they can't even enforce them to give them back if they catch them with them unless the DOJ makes them like I think they're like they can just be like fuck you I'm keeping them until someone makes me return them it <clears throat> says they have no policing force, no real authority. Right, of course, other they, don't, than of to course just, they don't have a police force. But. Yeah, they just have a, they just monitor the like a library. Yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like someone stole our books. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Someone, please help. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, All right. Is that it on that one? That was quick. Oh, yeah, geez. it's it.
1: Other than the fact that, like, you know, we need reform, I guess, on the whole. I mean, and this isn't new. Apparently there was like hearings and reports going back a decade or two about how this classified situation was fucked up and nothing was ever done about it. Yeah. You know, because again, I guess it's just hard because people don't want to, you know, they need Congress maybe to tell them more explicitly what is and is not considered to be classified because the language that the Congress has written is too broad for them. And so they end
0: up overclassifying. So they need to stop overclassifying. And I, I, what's what's amazing to me is when these when these people are packing up their shit or their aides or lawyers or whoever's packing up their stuff, like how is there not a representative there from the National Archives or somebody, I don't know, some somebody that's like smart enough to know like you can't take that one, you can't take that one, yeah, there probably should that be one. someone you know, like dislike. some supervisor of of the
1: move out. Yeah, pay me two hundred K, and I'll right. I'll sit easy. at the White House all year.
0: Like yep, that just, says classified. You see, that it says classified, right? <laughs> like it seems. Well, pretty remember, easy.
1: remember though, that <clears> it's, <throat> it's not for the archives. It's it's classified and not classified. It's like the documents
0: belong. Oh, to just the all people. documents. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with classified. It's right. just dangerous because they're classified.
1: Yeah, that's where these uh, we care because they're classified. that's where the stat. Yeah,
0: that's yeah yeah. So really, you need someone there. I mean, I'm sure there's know, certain
1: things, like, if you, like, I mean, there's certain things I'm sure that you could take with you. Yeah, like, I, I wrote a uh, note, uh, and mo- that. Yeah, but most of your documents, whether they're classified or not, um, you know. You um, just think, just, like, don't take shit. Archives.
0: Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I, like, leave work. I feel like I'm not just, like, taking all this, like, paperwork with me. Like, whatever. Yeah. What a, what a, fuck it. Like, whatever. I'm done with the job. Yeah. (laughs) Leave it there. Yeah. I don't know. That seems weird. All right. For the next one, I guess let's just continue our conversation from last week about the debt ceiling. Um, I did kind of want to start by sharing a perspective from an NBC article this morning, and it states that Biden's refusing to negotiate with Republicans over the debt ceiling because of a lesson learned from 2011. We had talked about that with Obama and how Obama negotiated with Republicans and basically the same thing. And apparently the article explains that the country was brought so close to the brink of an economic disaster that afterwards Biden and Obama with their aides were both sitting in the Oval Office by a fire and they both vowed to never negotiate over the debt ceiling again. So this is something that was actively discussed in 2011 between Biden and Obama. And so Biden seems to be sticking to that. Like, absolutely not. We learned a lesson from 2011 and we're not doing it again.
1: Yeah. Good.
0: I like that posture. Yeah. I mean,
1: um, I mean, you know, negotiating with the terrorists right. on the other side mm-hmm. only gives them more reason to be terrorists. Right. I guess, um, yep. I wanted to, kind of bring that back up with you because I I wasn't sure if I made my point last week. And I, I guess I was really kind of surprised that you took the other side of it, um, in a way, but like, I guess I'm just like re asking you sort of like, do it. You you don't like, like if let's say the let's say the Democrats wanted something from the Republicans and they were like, you know, we want funding, for uh, veterans from the military, we want more healthcare spending for them. And if you don't give us that spending, we're not going to raise the debt ceiling. Would that wouldn't to you seem like well, a fucked up thing to use as leverage our actual like national legitimacy in terms of our debt and stuff like that? Like I don't understand why... Um, this is something that you or maybe others feel is a legitimate thing to use as leverage. Cause I get, I get politics and I'm, I'm not one of these. Yeah. It's like, and I talked about that last week. Like I use the power that you have, uh, to get sure. what you want politically. It's kind of, you know, I sometimes view Republicans as like the attorney's representing conservatives in America and the Democrats representing the Democrats of America, you know, the liberals of America yeah. and their job is to, to do as much as they can for us within the law. Yeah. Right. Like something yeah. like, so you know, sometimes I get that. Um, it's adversarial, right? It is what it is. You just feel like this one's a little far, but I just don't see how, like if a foreign country said to us, Hey, pull your tanks out of Ukraine or we're going to tank your economy. Would that be like, legitimate leverage like but will but it's okay if people inside our government do that it's okay if one party says cut spending yeah or we will fuck the whole thing up (laughs) i i just i I think now i know you said well i don't think it's really gonna happen it's so therefore it's just leverage to but that just seems un-
0: unsettling to me. And I don't know what I'm, I'm missing or yeah. what. I just, <clears throat> I think a big, a big part here is probably that I'm, I'm missing the severity of it element. Like, I don't know what happens if we, if we don't raise the debt ceiling, you know, like June comes along and like what happens? Like, I don't know what that looks like. I mean, I can, I can comprehend what might happen like I've never seen anything like that so it's like how bad is it you know like people say like recession's bad but they also say we're in a recession and like everything seems fine I mean eggs are expensive but you know like I don't is it like is it blown out of proportion like it's like oh my god it's gonna be so bad if we default on it and then it's like July and it's like okay gas went up another 25 cents like whatever I don't don't know. I mean, obviously, I've read that it would be a pretty doomsday scenario type thing. Yeah, but I I don't know. Most of these things we read are like doomsday type scenarios over every little thing. Like, oh, that would be the worst thing that could possibly happen in the world. So I don't, it it could just be that I'm not, I'm just like, one, it's not going to happen. Two, if it does happen, like maybe, so what? And three, like, it's funny that they're, I mean, funny, but not like, ha ha ha, but like, you know. I don't know, fuck you guys. Okay. Let's see if let's see if uh I I don't know. I guess one angle is that like the Republicans are saying it, but the Democrats they also have the same power to compromise and do the things that would get the debt ceiling raised too. So I it's I don't know, it's tough. It's not like the the Republicans are just the ones suggesting it, but the Democrats can also but say it's hey, we'll do spending
1: that's already been
0: approved well they're looking for negotiations for future spending like what Obama did right they're saying you know we want X Y and Z you need caps on future spending for these packages and stuff like that
1: yeah if we're talking about the next
0: yeah fiscal year
1: budget I think that's what they're talking about right well what I'm I'm saying is you have con you you are in power in the house now all all funding bills for the federal government have to start in the house specifically, you know, most bills can start in either house or Senate and then go to the other side, but fund bills to fund the government have to start in the house. It's the power of the purse. So yeah. they have power in terms of the next thing, regardless of the debt ceiling. Yeah. Um, but they want to use that as, as le- it's more leverage so, than they would have <laughs> in the other side. They have to like, yeah, I guess, like, negotiate more with well, they don't the have,
0: Senate? They or, don't have a huge majority, though, right? Like, they they could be very fearful that you get those six people to keep siding with the Democrats on spending more money, which I believe a few of them have made it seem like they would very easily vote with the Democrats often, haven't they? I mean, it it's obvious that they need more leverage to get what they
1: want. That's why they're doing this. They don't because outside outside of the whole debt limit discussion, they don't have that much leverage to maybe to get as much as they would want. Okay, Mm -hmm. but that why not? Because the American people didn't elect a Congress that reflects their views. They have radical sort of more.
0: And now America's going to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) You should have put more Republicans in here so we didn't have to do this. And again,
1: like. There is the hypocrisy element of it as well, but like a yeah. obviously this is only for politics. Um that yeah. that they're that they're doing this. Um but anyway, I guess that's enough for that one. But
0: I, I I don't know. I mean
1: I don't know. Okay. I mean obviously it's, it we'll see what happens. Um well, I mean, but I on, I appreciate we know
0: what's going to happen. Okay, go ahead. Not gonna, it's not going to it's not going to happen. Like we're not going to default on our shit or whatever. All right. They're going to work it out. I don't know how they're going to work it out, but someone will cave. Okay. Right. Or, I hope, I hope or you're right. But what's I, the one thing you wanted to bring up? Maybe that happens. Oh,
1: you're right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. So check. This is crazy. It is kind of crazy to me because, um, yeah, there it is. <clears throat> um, we were looking at the screen for the audience that doesn't know what I'm talking yep. about. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Hey, audience! Look over it's, here. It's funny because I've had two constitutional law classes in college, and have taught U.S. government. You went to college. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. <coughs> so, um, that's yeah. the show, folks. Back, <laughs> Back at Yee hall Tech, where I went to college, <laughs> I took a couple of courses mm-hmm. on um, Constitution. And I've taught U.S. government, which is, you know, the uh, you know fundamental part of which is, you know, the Constitution and the ideals underlying it. Um, and I've never read this section. It's funny. So it's funny to me. Like, the Constitution itself, you can read in, like, 15 minutes. It's not even long, but I've <laughs> never seen this until this week. I just think that's so interesting. Like... How there's always like something new yeah. um, you know, in, in politics and so forth. Um so anyway, there's this the Fourteenth Amendment is um you know arguably the most important amendment in the Constitution.
0: You don't think it's the second?
1: Certainly, well I was about to say, certainly after the first ten, um, <laughs> which is the Bill of Rights. Um, but there's the section of it I've never mean, is the is the part that I've ever heard of, section four. All right, and it says um, I'm looking for the piece here that I wanted to read. What the fuck? Just ignore my kids. Oh, where the hell? Oh, there it is. Sorry, <laughs> folks. All right. The validity of the public debt of the United States authorized by law, including debts incurred for payments of pensions and bounties for services and in suppressing insurrection or rebellion shall not be questioned. So long story short, It says the validity of the public debt of the United States authorized by a law shall not be questioned. And people are saying, well, I have questions. uh, And and by people, I mean, you know, very respected legal scholars and and, and the like are suggesting that maybe uh, Biden doesn't need Congress to raise the debt ceiling at all for the debt ceiling to be essentially raised for us to continue uh, paying our debts uh, because this says The validity of the public debt of the United States, authorized by law, uh, shall not be questioned.
0: Yeah, it also goes on to say shit about uh, we don't owe money for slaves and all that. This was clearly written for the Civil War. Like, Mm -hmm. like absolutely. It was after the Civil War that it was written. But it was written as a result of the debt incurred by the Civil War. I mean, it doesn't matter why it was written. I mean, it's what it says. Yeah, so... I mean, ex, it's, yeah. it's, it's
1: like saying the Second Amendment was written for X reason that's not current today.
0: Well, right. it still says what it says. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I also agree with that that people abuse it. Um, well, sort of. But as such debts, I'll be, okay. So this is saying that debts incurred. Pre- I mean we don't
1: we don't have to be legal analysts here no, no, because we're but, not. And yeah, there's I understand. there's people on both sides of it that argue it, but it's just interesting, you know, something yeah. that people should be aware of. If you start hearing soon something that you've never heard before, don't assume that it's Biden and, and some bullshit. Like it, it is there and it could be interpreted to mean our debt, okay, it says the validity of the public debt, that's our debt, right? Authorized by law, that means that Congress appropriated. They 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 are the one that funded it shall
0: not be questioned. Which means you have to pay it. Which means you gotta pay it. So so is our current situation here with the debt limit if if we don't raise it we can't continue to that doesn't make sense. Right. They're saying if we we don't raise our debt limit we cannot continue we cannot go past that in debt. But that's therefore we gotta stop we gotta stop paying people. That's not what this says though. This says that your debt that you've already accrued is valid and cannot be questioned. It doesn't say you need to go out and get more debt. So we have a debt limit. No, All ar- we debt- would have already, we would have to not, we would have to stop paying people mm-hmm. that
1: we that already owe that. money
0: to. That's debt. No, that's, that would you, be questioned. No, you would have to stop paying other bullshit that isn't debt. No, and we would have already
1: debt. people that we have to default on loans because we can no longer pay things that we've already, like, Bank of whatever in China has already
0: taken out loans from us. Uh, I mean, we've already taken out loans from them. Oh, it does say pensions and stuff too. I was thinking, like, I was thinking like you could pull Social Security to pay for these other loans. It doesn't say you need to go get the debt limit. We've already, we've already, what I've already said is what the spending that the the debt needs to go
1: up to cover the spending that's already been appropriated. That is just running past where our debt ceiling is. But that's is. not debt
0: yet. We've appropriated spending, but we haven't spent it, so it's not debt. It's not debt. Well, until it is you...
1: debt because it's an IOU. It's like a. Well, it's you... not
0: debt until you spend it, though. We just said we were going to spend money next year. We haven't I, spent I, it yet. I, I so owe money debt.
1: to my home lender. I haven't like given you... them the money yet, but I owe it to them. I'm in no, debt to be... them.
0: Yeah, because they've given you money. You are already in debt. You've already spent the money you don't have. And there are
1: entities that have already given us money.
0: Yes, for those things you would have to pay. But there's some things in 2023 we haven't paid for yet that you don't have to pay now. Just because Congress said, we're going to spend a bunch of money in 2023, they could just not spend that money. Like That's an option because it's not debt yet until we spend it. So all I'm saying is that all this, to me, all this says is that the $31 trillion that we've already spent that we don't have, that debt we owe. But we don't have to go get more debt. I don't think it's constitutional where Biden can just say, okay, you can raise the debt limit so we can gain more debt. But
1: we owe that $31 trillion mm-hmm. and we can't
0: pay it without the
1: debt ceiling going up.
0: Well, you, you could pay it if you cut back on a bunch of other shit. I'm just saying, like, you, this doesn't say we have to raise the debt ceiling. This just says we have to pay our debt off. You're saying we have to raise our debt ceiling in order to pay off our previous debt, but taking debt to pay debt sucks. Like, that's I, honestly, stupid. Honestly,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm lost in the conversation. Oh. I, I don't feel even like I know oh. what you're completely saying. Oh, I'm just so saying. I don't, I don't know.
0: I'm just saying I don't think so this says that we have to raise the debt ceiling. Your argument is that we need to raise the debt ceiling to pay off current debt, right? You're saying we can't pay off our debt. We i got to
1: stop and think about it because you're
0: moving. So we have $31 <laughs> trillion in debt. And you're saying that we can't pay any of that unless we raise our debt ceiling above where it's at right now. Like we need to borrow money to pay debt. Like that's fucked.
1: You don't have to pause. I I just don't I don't think I'm going to get anywhere too far. It could, it could take hours for me to, to completely comprehend. Like you, you seem to be throwing in like a, to me I'm it feels joke. like you're throwing in an argument that is sort of like a distraction curveball that's not really what's going I on. Think I don't
0: think you're doing it on purpose. No, I know. I, this just says we have to pay our debts. But you don't have to raise your debt ceiling to pay your debts. Question mark. Why would you have to raise, like, I have X amount on a credit card. I have to pay that off. I don't have to go get a higher limit on my credit card so I can get more debt to pay off my previous debt. That doesn't make sense. I just have to go get cash and pay for my shit. I don't need more debt. So I don't see how Biden, I don't see how this lets Biden raise the debt ceiling. This doesn't allow Biden to go get more debt debt allowance this mandates that he pays his debt and that no one can say he doesn't owe it so i just I you just, may be 100 percent right i'm just saying i'm sitting here i don't really i can't really yeah. counter because i can't i can't really yeah no totally i understand through it yeah just when i was reading this i was like i i don't i don't get how this allows us to get more debt it just says we owe our debt i mean that's it you can't question past debt you can't say no that debt wasn't valid because of xyz like it was our debt we agreed to get our debt and we have our debt we made our bed lay in it it doesn't say to go raise your debt ceiling and get a lot more debt later. It just says you owe what you've borrowed. But there's no entitlement here to have to borrow more money though. So I, I just don't not that that may make total yeah, sense. Yeah. Uh in that in that case it's
1: all the more reason why this would be completely catastrophic if we didn't cuz you're saying Yeah, I don't know how all how you of would a pay sudden all of a sudden there's no fucking way.
0: Right. You'd have to start cutting all of the other shit to start paying your debt down because we can't raise our debt ceiling. And as soon as you pay debt, you free up more debt because the debt ceiling, you know, you start backing away from your debt limit. So that frees up more debt you can borrow. But you would have to cut like a ton of shit to start backing off your debt, which you should do anyway. Like we shouldn't have we shouldn't be raising our debt ceiling in general just as like a general principle. Obviously, we need to. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. No, ideally, I know what you mean. And ideally, we wouldn't. Yeah, right. not 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 right, not right now. Right. I mean, yeah. Just in general, you. I mean, you don't want you don't want debt. Like no debt is good debt in, in an ideal scenario. However, I mean, I'm still.
1: All of the things that we would need to pay for is the public debt. Yes, you're because Congress already said we're going to spend it here. Like, I mean, they already, we already owe the, because you said something about pensions and stuff. Like, you owe that stuff. Everything cause that's think everything, everything that the government does essentially is owed. I don't know that there's enough that we could cut to be able to cover
0: it. Well, it doesn't, like, you don't have to pay it all immediately. You just have to pay enough to free up more debt. If you don't raise your limit, I'm not saying you have to go spend. You have to go pay off thirty-one trillion dollars in debt tomorrow, but like if you pay it off like a trillion this year, that gives you a trillion you can but borrow there, next year without raising the ceiling. Well, but
1: then there's like interest on the debt too. Well, yeah, and that that's, sucks. That's, that's debt, debt I don't snowballs know that that we could even, Interesting. So anyway, just something yeah. I guess uh, to throw out there. Yeah, to, well, uh, think would, about.
0: In, I mean, if we didn't raise our debt ceiling, obviously we'd be fucked. And, and when they say June is our timeline, so you'd be looking at having to cut like a ton of shit. But just as easily as Congress passes a spending package for 23, I would think they could go jump in and all vote on reducing that spending package or amending it to something way less, right? If they were like, Hey, uh, so the Republicans definitely aren't backing down and it's may and we have to do something. They could all go vote on a lesser spending package for the remaining few months of the fiscal year. Right. To like way cut everything I would think. Like all the extracurricular bullshit. You know, we talk about like this senator gets this garbage at home and all the like, all that could just get cut, like, just straight up axe. None of that gets counted. So so, I'm still just stymied thinking about this <laughs> over here. I don't know. A lot of it's confusing because it says. What? it says including debts incurred for payment of pensions and bounties for services something and like that's like social security but it's not it says in <laughs> for services in suppressing suppressing insurrection or rebellion like it's for the fucking civil war um and then it says, the United States nor any state shall assume or pay any debt or obligation incurred in aid of insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. or any claim for the loss of emancipation of any slave. So the United, well, the United the, States the, isn't going to pay
1: for your slaves the in, once the in, they take them. The including debts incurred for payment of pensions and bounties for services and suppressing insurrection, I mean, that doesn't even matter because that's just saying it's including that.
0: So right, it's saying only a, that. Right, it's making a special point for it. I'm just yeah. saying, I don't know if... Public debt counts as social security. I was using pensions to cover that, but it says pensions for insurrection. So I, I don't know if I don't know if you would be able to cut all of your other shit like Medicare, Social Security, okay, all that the shit thing, you promised. Though, this is
1: part maybe this that's sticking for me. My understanding is if we don't if we don't raise the debt ceiling. Mm-hmm we necessarily, my understanding is that we necessarily default on our loans. You're suggesting that we cannot raise the debt ceiling Mm -hmm. and not default on our loans. And so that's where I'm wondering if you're right or maybe missing something, because that's my understanding is we have to start defaulting on our
0: loans, which would be the public debt. So only because, I believe, only because we're also, we're talking about, defaulting on our loans instead of throttling back on our spending so I think that that caveat is if we keep spending all the money we agreed to spend then we would have to default on our loans we treat it like we have to spend all this money if but you just don't, look at but it, don't we because it's it's not about future
1: years it's what we it's everything that's all of the money like is already spending that's a
0: that maybe like there's a lot of shit in there that they didn't have to spend this year, right? Like, they didn't have to pay the military the dis- more money. I'm not advocating. Only the,
1: only the discretionary spending, which isn't, I think, enough. It was enough like half of it. Like,
0: it. was like half of our budget this year was discretionary, right?
1: Well, even if so, that's only one year. That doesn't
0: mean... Right. Like, but, we oh, I guess we hit our debt ceiling halfway through the fiscal year. What are we, four months into the fiscal year? We already hit the debt ceiling, so... The debt ceiling is just like we're already, we're already past it. You know what the next argument is, which I've made before, is don't pass a fucking spending package that goes beyond your current debt ceiling. Like that makes no sense. How do you do that? Like that is also part of the problem. If you wanted. To spend all that fucking money, you should have raised the debt ceiling or spent the money that you could spend. Well, so now yeah, you're saying but, but we're obligated to it. Well, what I'm it.
1: saying is the Republicans are the problem in both scenarios. They're the ones not agreeing to raise the debt limit. And then you're like, oh, well, they should not pass up. No, they shouldn't. But you can't get the Republicans to raise the debt ceiling because they want to wait and use it as some fucking thing and leverage. Yeah, but like, So they're
0: like the problem of both sides of it. They would have. Back then when they passed the the Omnibus spending bill, they were talking about the Republicans were saying they need to drop all this spending back for all this extra bullshit, right? They are like, stop spending, stop spending, stop spending. If the Democrats had been like, okay, we'll stop spending, the Republicans probably would have raised the debt ceiling. They were like, this is unreason an unreasonable amount of money. You guys aren't listening to us. We're not raising the debt ceiling right now. So the Democrats said, fuck it. We're going to pass the spending bill anyway, regardless of what the Republicans are saying but they're not going to let us raise the debt ceiling. That'll be our problem next year when we hit the debt limit. And now that's our problem. So I know it's a lot like the Republicans are the driving. They're the ones like, you know, making it a problem, quote unquote, but it's in reaction to something the Democrats didn't do that. They were saying that they should do. They're not, they're not blameless. I understand what you're saying that like, yeah, how could the Republicans play this game? But like this game started a long time ago. By passing a 1.7 trillion dollar spending bill, that has that we couldn't afford. Every
1: we've already covered that. Yeah, I know that during the Trump administration they had. I know uh, all the same deficit spending that, that we have. Now. Right, but we weren't like, right. We weren't right up against the the limit. Yeah, we at that we've point. always been right up against the limit. We're always increasing it.
0: So we? So it's we, not like we. It's not we like it's been 20 it. years since we've done this. Like we increased this happening it as back you, under Trump.
1: I don't know exactly. Yeah. Like if. That was a it wouldn't have even been a question because no one would've cared. Well it'd be interesting if like
0: if the debt ceiling was like increased so far. Like if we increase it now and we increase it to like forty trillion, you know, that would that would buy us some time. That'd buy us a decade, you know, five years, seven years. So like you could argue that maybe they didn't they weren't up against a debt limit wall, so it wasn't as critical. No one was thinking of it. And now it's like, well, you know, it's the it's unfortunate, but you're the you're the one spending a bunch of money when we're up against the wall. Like it's obviously going to look bad. It could just be the nature of it. Now, if they only increase it like a trillion at a time and we're having this discussion every year, then yeah, everyone's at, everyone's definitely at fault and it should be obvious to everyone. I don't know. It just seems like if you're going to pass almost $2 trillion, you should raise the debt limit. And the Republicans are saying, no, we're not going to raise the debt limit back then because they were trying to get them to back down on the spending. They said, because it's always,
1: it's like never legitimate to, to, debate with the debt ceiling you debate on your spending and you lose or you win the debt ceiling has to go i don't i mean i think i've seen some arguments where where we might well this would be that argument i guess that you don't even have to worry about the debt ceiling but like we're like to my understanding like the Mm -hmm. only country that does this like everyone else like the debt is once you agree to spend it you've you've agreed to spend that like and so you got to spend that yeah it might make yeah. you, it's going to make you become less and less. Like your interest on those debts are going to go crazier and crazier, and it's going but to be you, a problem. But like you got to make that it. decision. Like you made that decision unless you start defaulting, unless you choose like. So that brings uh, up a good point. Unless you legitimately
0: can't get the revenue in, yeah, to pay it. What is you, what is the debt ceiling? That I mean, that's a good that's a good point you're bringing up. Like, what is this a self? This is just a self-imposed like yeah. thing we make up for no reason. It's what it seems like. like. <laughs> that just makes it stupider like to your point about like we're the only country that does this like we set up a limit that we know we're just gonna blow past like why just just make it 100 trillion, make it a fictitious number, make it infinity.
1: I think there was like a law in the early 1900s that, that came says out you have to have one. That, that where they started establishing this line.
0: So they should just make some fake yeah. one that's like so far away. And we that should do never away
1: hit. with the whole idea of it, but then one party right now wouldn't have this as leverage
0: to fucking yeah, bullshit
1: with every other anytime yeah. they're not in power. That's
0: interesting. Yeah, I mean like maybe I care even less about the fact that we're spending money as an argument against the debt limit if that's a just an arbitrary number that we pick at some point in time, like who cares? Yeah, in in terms of that argument. The debt's a problem. Yeah. At,
1: like when it gets to a certain percent of your GDP, and yeah. the interest on the loans start to eat up a certain amount, of, like it, it becomes a problem in and of itself. Without this like arbitrary ceiling, right? That that we so, just waste time with in our politics. Yeah.
0: So I'll say, fuck it. They should just raise the limit. But the Democrats should stop spending money. I mean, everyone should stop spending money. But like, I yeah, don't.
1: that's fine. That's not even this night. Like, not neither here, not nor even there to me of yeah, what yeah, we're yeah. discussing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Sure, I mean, that's, you could say whatever should stop spending money. That's the, but the only I mean, argument. When Trump was. In office a lot of that spending was well some of it wasn't necessary a lot of it was yeah um and of of course the democrats are like yeah we should we're not going to sit here and say we shouldn't send out fucking stimulus because that's the obvious thing to do that was bipartisan things that were passed yeah yeah and i don't again i don't remember if the debt ceiling needed to be raised then or not Mm -hmm. but like obviously regardless the spending was getting us nearer to that debt ceiling yeah whenever the ceiling was raised. You know what I'm saying? Yep, so yep, both yep, sides yep. are spinning to
0: get nearer to it. I understand. And now we're, anyway. So, yeah, I guess if this is just an arbitrary number, it doesn't matter. It's just, like you said, it's just leverage for some point that the Republicans make can make to say, we're going to blow everything up if you don't curb your spending when they're also spending plenty yeah. of money. So, I guess.
1: Because, it, it you know, the base eats it up. Yeah, we, got, we can't raise our debts. You know, they view it as like, as not something that's about what we've already approved. Right. They view it as, of course, we can't keep increasing the debt ceiling. Mm-hmm. Of course, they should get some leverage for this. It's kind of, it's almost like, of course, we should uh, secure the board before we give amnesty to. Yeah. It feels like that. I think in the in the minds of people that well, are consuming mm-hmm. maybe uh, whatever news, like, but it, it's yeah. That's not what it is. I think it's is. important it to keep
0: in mind that like ninety nine percent of of them. And I made that number up, and me included. I have no idea that this debt ceiling is even a thing until it just came up right now, like whatever. Yeah, and, it sound, I got the, and it sounds like something that we should not raise. You know it, what uh, I mean? Yeah, like obviously. in a way, like yeah. debt
1: ceiling, no, we should not raise that. Yeah, It feels like, of course, we shouldn't agree to um, raise it any of this until you guys agreed that we're going to stop spending so much. Again, it's kind of like that border thing. Like, of course we shouldn't be letting more people become legal until we can stop the bleeding at the border that we already have. Like that's how it feels, I think. And to me, it's not like that at all because the debt ceiling needs to be raised to cover what we already spent. Yeah. You want to debate spending then good do that. And you're in power now in the Mm -hmm. house and have leverage in that discussion. Yep. Th- on that thing, Biden's got to cave. I mean, he's got to come to negotiate on that. I mean, I would think, you know, to get a budget done. But yeah. on this,
0: like, anyway, that's what I got to say on that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to raise it. They're not, there's not going to be an out here. But we'll see if Biden and, I don't even, the House Dems, I don't know who has to cave. I hope they on. don't cave because I'm going to blame the Republicans 100%
1: if we have the economy fucked. And I think the Biden administration knows that, More Americans than not would blame them for this.
0: You only need. What what did we talk about last time? It was you only need uh, six uh, uh, x amount of Republicans. Six six
1: Republicans to cross sides, but you're talking about them having to go through the whole process of like replacing the speaker and like
0: either replacing the speaker or starting that or do the discharge petition. Yeah, so they could do one of those. Yeah, they could.
1: Hmm, they could, but it takes. It's going to take some people. Really putting America first and not their own individual political situation.
0: Wonder I how close they're going to let it go before they uh, before they're like, "All right, fine, we lose." I know. You think that you get to like the day before and they're like, it's "All right, stop, 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 stop." Super interesting to watch. It's just <laughs> scary. And, yeah. so, and
1: like even though we just talked about it, and, and brought on by ourselves, it's so dumb. Like put <laughs> ourselves in it. Yeah. Put ourselves in the street
0: Yeah. All right. What's next? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm going home. Um, hmm. Oh, African-American studies. That's again. the only thing left? Yeah. How do I not remember when we did this last week? Like, what's next? Hmm. Uh, so it seems that a lot has happened since Florida's rejection of the AP African-American studies course last week. And most recently, the college board has agreed to update the course framework to incorporate some of the comments made by Florida's Department of Education. Okay. They have agreed. They have agreed. They've, they've agreed to take a look at it. They've agreed to change they it. They are revising shit and reproposing it to Florida. Good. Well, um, is it good? I mean... You didn't think it was good last week. I mean... It's a...
1: I would say, at minimum, there are non-racist reasons that the Florida Department of Education would think this should be revised because, because the, talk, the talking point obviously from the left is, you know, this is racist. DeSantis this is racist. Republicans, <laughs> you know, that's the top. That's the talking point. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, so at a minimum, there is a right of the state to not have the college board decide what's going to be in it. And we just have to accept it. That's bullshit. We have the right to Mm -hmm. be like, "Mm, I'm not sure about this. And so if you can revise it, maybe we'll take a look at it then. So so we at least have that right. There are at least some questionable aspects to the curriculum. And I guess that's where it gets to be fun and discussing, you know, was it really necessary to change it or not? Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I want to point out is the course is not called african-american history it's called african-american studies mm-hmm. and that could slightly
0: change how you interpret what should be in it uh, you know, why because you're just studying african-american culture and history and like everything like it might not just be history
1: well if we're looking at like say something like critical race theory mm-hmm. that's not really about african-american history
0: Right, so, but, but that, it is that's, that's a
1: current sociological, like maybe or or legal type theory. So it's a study over something that so, they're so going through right now. Yeah, it's more of a like history. it's looking at modern arguments. Yep, emanating from black scholars. So, i.e., African American studies, as they, opposed to just being African American history, because, um, you know we we have African American history. You know, one argument that the Desantis administration um, has is you know we have this in Florida in in our course list that high schools can offer African American history. Yeah, where we're not trying to suppress mm-hmm. African American history. No one's trying to stop us. None of this has ever been about in these laws or yeah. in this current uh, choice by the FDOE. None of this has been about not letting people learn about African American history. It's already a course in mm-hmm. florida it's also in american history of course like no one's ever said don't teach about frederick douglas uh, mm-hmm. you know
0: don't teach about the civil rights movement or, or the black power movement whatever uh, well i'm sure someone's saying that just not the official board of education sure um so
1: damn where was i getting that um but anyway this course isn't african-american history it's ap african-american studies mm-hmm. so it is essentially a college course in a way like if you pass it right you get, you get college, college credit. credit so you know some people argue well this isn't something that should be talked about in high school this is more of a college level
0: th- thing but well, that's well what it's AP basically is. what ap is right um and we start no- out with like a year of college credits from ap right and i think ib is two years something like that so i think it's i mean it's it's definitely college. Yeah, it's essentially yeah. it's college. Yeah. Um, you know, so
1: what, is it is the are the themes in the book out of bounds? I mean, we're basically looking at. I think there's four parts to the curriculum. We're looking at part four, and we're looking at certain things within part four that the state, I guess, took issue with, and they're throwing out words like intersectionality mm-hmm. and critical race theory, and it seems to be just like sort of scare words right now that you know republicans maybe misunderstand and don't like and mm-hmm. he can win culture war points by doing this and so i'm still under although he you know although our you know state government has the right to say hold on let's look at this i'm still not sure that there's that it's maybe it is though but i'm not sure if it was necessary so to I'm, change it i'm still thinking
0: about it go ahead we you... i'm wondering i think i think a key point here would be what the actual like delivery of those ideas are so you had mentioned how it's not it's not history it's study so it can cover modern things like critical race theory and that's what that so, part 4
1: kind of is i think it's the part that gets away from like history and yeah. goes into like modern which is
0: i think it would be fine and you might even get the Department of Education, DeSantis, whomever to agree that teaching about critical race theory and the idea that it exists might be okay, but to to like preach it or say it's it's a thing for sure. Like the ideas of critical race theory should be valued or respected versus critical race theory is a thing that you're going to hear about and this is what it means. like educate on what critical race theory is without saying, that's definitely what's happening.
1: Well, that's probably what the course does. You think you know, it's, it's
0: looking at? Well, that's right. I think it would be important to see how it's delivered to the to the reader. But yeah, maybe maybe it's just telling you about yeah, these ideas. I, I
1: think that's. I mean, I'm almost certain that's what it is. But I, you know, I don't think it's saying, hey, you you guys got to go along with this. This is true, and this is the gospel. I, I mean, I think it's it's a lot of the people that developed critical race theory were black legal scholars. Yeah. Um, the people, uh, the woman, um, that came up with the idea of intersectionality was a black woman. Yeah. So it's sort of black studies to look at what, you know, elite black thinkers are yeah. dishing out. Now I have heard, well, there's no counter arguments to those things, uh, in the curriculum, you know, they sort yeah. of, they sort of talk about reparations. Another one of the scare words that's in the curriculum, I believe, um, is is a section on reparations and there's kind of no, um, arguments given to like the other side of it. But I wonder like, are there like black thinkers that are talking about the other side of it? Are there really competing doctrines that oppose it? Or is that just kind of like the default of, of American society is the other side of it. And so this is just offering,
0: what has been discussed i i'd be curious to see like when you intro this critical race theory section of this if it's like critical race theory well like there's an idea that critical race theory is this idea that so and so happened and blah 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 and some people say this and like here's the overall idea or does it start out that's like you are disadvantaged you know, like how how do they deliver it? Do they just say it's a thing and you learn about this thing? Or do they say it's definitely happening to you I'm and this is the situation sure you're in? it's
1: offered up as an idea. Yeah, it's just teaching
0: you about critical race theory and this possibility of systemic issues.
1: But it is at least a little bit suspect, I would think, that, you know, here we have this course that's new. African American studies instead of being African American history mm-hmm. and there is all of this critical race theory intersectionality reparations black queer studies there's all of that mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily feel even handed in terms of you know just looking at society i mean it feels like let's find a let's squeeze in critical our agenda idea. yeah
0: to the curriculum. And that, I mean that's kind of how and, and DeSantis so, phrased it exactly. like you're, you're you're kind of backdooring this whole we say no critical race theory thing and you're sneaking it in through an AP course and like still getting it through. By I mean cohort. I don't think they're like launching I mean
1: it's a course that's in every state right. that it, so it's not like they're like trying to sneak it into just our state but it does yeah. feel like a typical sort of group the college board maybe being dominated by liberals right and another part of our institutions in America being kind of top down, kind of which we've discussed our previously. bias toward yeah. the left. And these are the things that we're putting in there and we're not giving the students, uh, uh you know, ideas from any other perspective. We're kind of treating it like it is the gospel kind of, even if we're not saying, Oh, this is, this is the gospel we're we're only presenting it and not presenting other thoughts so yeah. it becomes it's like self-fulfilling and only entrenches this more into our culture that this is yeah obviously true um, yeah because there's no know. counter arguments given or anything right. like so that right so your students that are college bound that are in AP they're kind of like elite students right mm-hmm. they're the ones that are going to have power one day they're going to run the government one day maybe right. i mean in theory i guess you know what i'm saying they're going to be They're going to be more likely to have power in society and in the institution. Yeah, they're not your regular students, and and they're going to be of this mindset. Yeah, Um, and so you could see a conservative uh, leader like DeSantis viewing that as a problem. Yeah, you're just uh, flooding and and trying to play defense, like being an attorney, you know, for the yeah. conservative people in America. Yep. Let's play defense a little bit against this what is like a soft indoctrination, even if it's not a strict indoctrination. Yeah. But you fear I mean flooding the market with So I'm kinda uh, given, I guess, both sides of it. Um because I think critical race theory and some some of what I've read about that, I think there's merit to some of those things. Mm-hmm. So I uh, you know, it just because it's real doesn't um Prescribe any policy, like even if it's true, which it seems to be obvious that like certain laws in our history has led to there being maybe a black wealth, uh, not maybe, but leading up to a black wealth gap. That doesn't mean oh, next those- policy proposal is going to be necessary or right to correct it. Yeah, it's just saying that it's there, right? Mm-hmm. Like I could come up with like a a critical beauty theory or something yeah. like that. Like yeah, I, yeah. I think if you looked at, um. Uh, on average, beautiful women in America probably have more money. Yeah, like so that might be real. I mean, but that doesn't tell me anything about what we should do or not do.
0: You should obviously right? make policies for ugly women to get ahead. Obviously, we should and have teach reparations. It in school. Yeah, yeah. We, we should definitely. Uh, uh, I agree. So, are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's my, my that's my <laughs> point. But you know, which is common with liberals, I think, is there's like. They always see all the things that are unfair and bad and wrong about society, but there's all there's never really a whole lot of like, okay, well, then what's the solution? That's not worse than the problem to begin with.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? But You just gather followers because most people, I mean, they just, I don't know. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. But I mean,
1: an, uh, an argument against DeSantis, just kind of going back and forth here, like there's already... You know, Marx has already talked about like in American history um, when it comes to us in World War I and the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia, which was influenced by, you know, the communist manifesto and Marx and then their sociology class as an elective in high school. And there's discussions of, you know, critical theory um, from Marx. And the, so a lot of these ideas are actually already out there. Are you uh, saying this but, against
0: DeSantis or no, for DeSantis? I'm saying it
1: against DeSantis. I'm saying there's already I it's it's ideas. Uh, most people never yeah. really in their class think that deeply about them because they're high school knuckleheads, you know? What yeah. I'm saying they're not really.
0: But I don't know. Uh, the high school knuckleheads really like jumping in on this uh this fucking woke stuff though, man. Don't they all seem just like all in on it? No. No. no, not
1: all of them. I mean some no. of them.
0: What about the professional raw dogger?
1: <laughs> uh, There's a kid at my at my school a few days ago wearing a shirt that said professional raw dogger that someone sent me. And so I sent it out to Mike and the
0: guys in the group chat. It's just straight chilling AirPods and professional raw dogger chain. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like what's going on? So I don't know. What wonder I mean, what he's into.
1: I could see a little revision being healthy in the in the curriculum.
0: Yeah, I'll be um, curious to see if they accept it on the next round. But here.
1: I also don't know if it really was like all it was cracked up to be. Anyway, because yeah. it's
0: just. I wonder some if there was ideas like, by because they have to submit. Scholars. I'd imagine they have to submit like official markups and shit. Like, no, you got to change this. You got to change this. I wonder if like the headlines of it are intentionally worse than. What they actually asked him to change, just to like as a way for Desantis to report that he's fighting wokeism to his base, you know, and like really, it's just like, no, nah, just update this little thing, update this little thing, and then the board's like, that's easy, done, and then he's like, yeah,
1: we're fighting them and all this. I mean, we're talking about still a class that's not even a full class; It's just was going to be part of. Yeah, them. they were still just going to be a part of the pilot. The pilot. Yeah, I, I think this is definitely. Whether he can make the arguments or not, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely about politics. Right. Um, you know, because I'm beginning to wonder, does he even have views on, like, the debt? Does he even have views on what we're going to do about Social Security? Does he have views on, on Russia? Or is he just trying not to have to talk about that and being, like, Mr. Culture Warrior Yeah, that gains, you know, because that's kind of the lifeblood. Mm-hmm. Of, of popularity on the right. It's a populism. It's a moment of populism, you know, so that's what is gonna get people going. Right. Uh is fighting wokeism mm-hmm. more than like the technical details of anything that yeah. no one really cares about or reads about. Um for more than a week. Yeah. So I think he's, you know, kind of just keeping that going. It was yeah. a spot where he could play the game and, and get on T V and
0: you know. Yep. So, so we're not gonna stand for it. Well, that was it for episode 21. Alrighty, right, that's a wrap. Thank you guys for
1: stopping by. See y'all next week.